welcome back to the Attic Girl Podcast with your host, Kara Dennison. This week, I just want to talk to you. I just want to sit down and have a little chat with your bestie, Kara. I want to talk about a comment that I got on one of my TikTok videos, and I'm going to have a cup of coffee. It's early in the morning on the weekend when I'm recording this, and I got up. I wanted to just sit down and I wanted to have a chat with you. I got this comment on one of my TikTok videos. It was, you know, one of those trending audios. And I did one of those like point of view TikToks that uh, just basically said, you know, when you, whenever you get a stellar performance review in a review and you only get a 2% raise. And it was like, are you kidding me? Something like that, right? I can't remember what the exact one is. But you can check it out. I'm just Kara Dennison, SPHR on TikTok. And someone left this comment that said, people need to remember that we're not trees. We can get up and leave at any time. And this is such a poignant lesson that I just wanted to get on and just chat with you about this today. And I know this isn't my typical format. I usually have something planned, but I'm just sipping my coffee and I wanted to come on and talk about this because this was such a pivotal. Oh, I feel like I'm going to get emotional. Oh, this might be wrong. This was such a pivotal lesson for me to learn at an early age. And this struck me. And I think it was something that I thought everyone knew. And it turns out that not a lot of people really can grasp this. And it's really liberating. And so, when someone left this comment, I did a quick one minute TikTok that just said, you know, hey, this is a big lesson. Hey, we're not trees. If you're feeling stuck and miserable in your life or specifically in your job, because that's what my TikTok is about, you can get up and you can leave at any time. And I want you to remember that and make this year your year where you say, fuck the excuses and and let's go. Let's get a plan together. But I was sitting here this morning laying in bed. I woke up early and I realized that this was something that changed my life, this lesson. And so I wanted to come on in an effort to be a little bit more vulnerable and transparent, which is something that I want to do this year with my audience because I feel like we're so oversaturated with the fake and the glamorous and the photoshopped on social media. And I I want to be real with you. And so I want to tell my story. And so growing up, I grew up in a very small town in North New Jersey, right outside New York City. Um, and it was a really small farm town. It was the town that everyone from the city came to, to come pick their pumpkins and their apples in the fall. And I loved it there. I grew up in uh, the church in you know, I really thought my family was the the pillar of the one of the pillars of the church, and that's how we grew up. And I thought growing up that I was going to be one of those girls that stayed in that small town, married one of the boys that I grew up with from the church, and you know, become a teacher or have some kids or a stay-at-home mom or something like that and live a very small, simple life. And that was fine with me. And I was very thrilled with that life. And then life threw me a curveball. My dad died when I was 14. And all of a sudden, the church handled my mom and my sister and I in a way that 
you know, we don't need to get into right now, but I feel was inappropriate and I didn't agree with. And all of a sudden I didn't feel aligned with the church anymore and started questioning a lot of the stuff that I grew up being taught. And a lot of my reality started crumbling. And so I started as the oldest feeling like I needed to take care of the family. I started working at the age of 14. I had multiple part-time jobs through high school, through college. And that's when I realized I did not want to live that life. That was not the life for me. Um, I started going, I really wanted to start traveling the world. The only way that I was able to do that was through mission trips and stuff with the church. And that's how I started. And in college, I was fortunate to travel abroad and live abroad for four months in Africa. And it was great. I got to really experience amazing different things. And I would never have been able to experience that if my dad hadn't died. And if I didn't have this earth shattering moment that shook me out of out of the path that I was in. So going through college, I worked really hard to make sure that I was getting my money's worth, right? So my mom was helping paying for some of the college. I was on some scholarships. I became an RA. I worked four part-time jobs and I double majored. And I took as many classes as possible so that I could also study abroad. So this is when I started developing a lot of anxiety, panic disorders, putting a lot of stuff on my plate, dealing with my dad's death. And it all started kind of crashing in, but I had really big goals, but I graduated at the height of the recession, 2008. And I was one of the fortunate ones. I had an internship because I had worked so hard through college with a small startup, a family owned business that was extremely toxic. The workplace was absolutely toxic. I was cursed out multiple times by the wife owner, front of the entire company. And I was finally let go after about less than a year. And it was absolutely devastating. It was devastating. And I was making a good salary for someone right out of college at the height of the recession. And so I ended up having to pivot and I went into retail, did that for a few months, went into working in administration for a finance company. And then I went into customer service while I opened up my own business. And this business was a photography business. And I did that for years and I absolutely loved it, but I was so scared of failing because I had failed at my first job right out of school. And I had worked so hard to put myself through school, multiple jobs, multiple degrees and failing. That was my worst nightmare. And it came true. So to open up my own business and not get and give it a hundred percent and quit my day job, no way was that going to happen. So I took a shift where I was working 4 a.m. to noon. And then I was doing photo shoots from 1230 until six o'clock at night. And then I was also part-time babysitting from six to nine and then getting up again at 2 a.m. It was insane hours running myself ragged through my 20s. And Finally, I said enough was enough. Enough was enough. And after all of these changes throughout my 20s, and I did that for years, that juggling multiple jobs and trying to run a business, I did that for years. And I said enough was enough. I have to make a change. I have to work a job where I 
can make an impact where I can do what I love to do. And my favorite, favorite class in college was my human resources class. And I saw this position and it was in another state. It was across the country and I applied for it and I networked my way in and, and really followed up. And I flew myself down in order to interview. I paid my for myself to relocate, which is something I would never advise my clients now, but I did it because I was desperate to get out of that rat race cycle that I was in over and over again. And I did it and I went down and I had the best few years in human resources. I loved it. I loved human resources. I implemented an applicant tracking system. I grew a company double its size. I've won awards. I've done a lot in human resources. I mean, implemented onboarding systems, performance management systems, hired so many different people, implemented trainings, implemented common benefits packages, redefined all job descriptions for an entire company. It was absolutely one of the hardest times that I've ever worked, but one of the most impactful times and I got paid shit. (laughs) I got paid shit for the amount of work that I did, but I loved it. I had a great boss at the time and eventually things change. You know, um, my boss went through a traumatic life event and had to leave. And I carried the department for a long time until we got a new leader that came in we tried a whole lot of new things. And then all of a sudden the company turned extremely toxic and I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision. And I was on a path where I told Jack when he and I first got together, you know, you ask, what does your dream future look like when you start dating someone? And he was like, you know, I really wish that someday we could live in the country on a farm or something like that. And I was like, I'm going to climb the corporate ladder. I'm going to be CHRO one day. Like That's my plan. And he was like, okay, whatever you want. And now here we are. And a couple of years later, I'm like, you know, I'd really love to just live on a farm in the country. And he's like, I want to climb the corporate ladder. And it really switched. So what ended up happening is because it turned so toxic, I ended up in the hospital. My job put me in the hospital. I had a six-week-long migraine. I took on so many different people's jobs. It was beyond draining. I burnt myself out. The panic attacks, I would wake up at four in the morning and have panic attacks for hours over my job. I don't even have panic attacks over my business like this. It was awful. And if you're in this place in your job, I am really glad that you're listening because I've been there. And I don't want anyone to be in that place like I was. It is awful to feel like you have no way out, like your job owns you. And I'm sorry I'm getting so emotional, but it is so, I can feel the emotions from when I was back there at my toxic job and how draining it was and how I wasn't even myself. I didn't even know who I was. So if that's you, if you're feeling that way, like I just want to let you know I've been there and I understand. And it wasn't until my until I landed in the hospital the second time that I said, enough is enough. And I turned to Jack and I said, I I think I got to quit my job. 
And we had only been married for four months at this point. And God bless the man. (laughs) God bless the man because he said, okay. And I was the breadwinner. I was the breadwinner. And I, and remember just a few minutes ago, I said I was getting paid shit. I was, and I'll be honest, I was not making more. I was making less than six figures when I quit my job, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous for the amount of work that I was putting in because I help clients get six-figure jobs in today's market. And they are badasses. They are high achievers. But I got to tell you, I work just as hard as my clients, if not harder. I built that HR department and that company. And the fact that I got strung along for years being promised promotions and getting paid less less than six figures, but significantly less than six figures is atrocious. And that's what I do what I do. And that's why I do what I do. So I asked Jack if we can leave and it was scary as hell. And I struggled for the first year. The first year of my business, I made less than my my salary. I made $40,000 in my business. That's really scary. And we took a huge hit and that's why we decided to move where we move and or moved move where we live now. And so we moved to the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. And when I had moved for that HR job, I had moved from Pennsylvania to uh, South Florida. So I have moved quite a few times. So when I quit my job, we had just gotten married. We knew that we were only going to really give it one last year in South Florida to see if we can make it work. We could not pay the South Florida prices. We were living in Fort Lauderdale. It was extremely expensive. And so we started looking elsewhere. We spent that year looking elsewhere, saving as much as we could. Jack worked his full-time job and he worked a part-time job. So he was working from nine to six, came home and worked from seven to 10 every single night. I was working, not only doing resumes, I was doing virtual assistant work, blogging, and I was doing, this is ridiculous, but I was doing personal stylist work from my sweatpants at home. It was insane how much stuff I was doing just to make ends meet that first year. And finally, things started taking off. We moved to Tennessee in the middle of nowhere. We sold half of our belongings. We found a house, a three-bedroom house where we could set up our bedroom and two offices to invest everything that we could do and could into our business and really focus on what we have in order to get this thing off the ground. And in one year of really focusing and dedicating our time and our energy into our business, we 10X'd our revenue. And this was an absolute incredible experience for us. Not only did we 10X our revenue, but we 10X our mindset, but also our bodies. We, between Jack and I, we've lost about 140 pounds. I've lost I've lost uh, 90 pounds. Jack lost whatever the difference is. <laughs> Don't do math. 50 something pounds. And it has been an incredible experience. And so why am I telling you all of this? Why am I telling you all of this? Well, one, I want you to know my story. And two is because it is extremely important for me to let you know that you are not a tree. You are a human being that gets to make choices. 
If you want to get up and you want to leave, you get to leave. You get to. Now, I'm not saying there's not going to be consequences. Every choice that you make is consequences. There's always consequences. But there's a consequence to stay too. Your life is not, in my opinion, your life is not one set path. Your life is set out in front of you, a multitude of paths. And every decision that you make just lights up the path that you're going to take. And that's an exciting thing. But so far too often, we stay stuck wherever we are, whether that's in a job that makes us sick, a job that makes us miserable, a relationship that isn't serving us anymore, a friendship that is toxic, a living situation, a hobby, a, I don't know, finishing a book that you don't even really want to read anymore or anything because of some sort of sense of loyalty or because of fear that if you leave, things will be worse. Or if you leave, it will be hard to make the change or that you might fail or that you might succeed. And then what? But I wanted to lay out my story for you because it's not an easy one. There have been a lot of decisions that have been made by me and for me by the universe that have set me on different paths that I wouldn't have chosen for myself sometimes. And sometimes I am so happy that I chose, but they all brought me here. And I am so fucking grateful. If my dad hadn't died, I probably would be stuck in a very small town in New Jersey, living a very small life. I would give anything to talk to my dad again, but I don't regret the path that my life has taken because of what happened. Of course, I wish that my jobs that I have been in weren't toxic, of course, but if they didn't happen the way that they did, if I didn't get the courage to stand up for myself, I wouldn't be where I am. But if I had stayed, I would have made it even worse for myself. And all it takes is the courage to get up and say, enough is enough, or say, yes, I choose myself. Yes, there are going to be consequences. And yes, I understand that this is not always going to work. There are obligations and familial obligations and things like that. But yeah, you can still choose yourself. There's just going to be consequences, right? But what consequences can you live with and what consequences can you can't? But also, I encourage you to remember that you are not a tree. Your roots are not firmly planted. You can make a decision to get up and leave at any given time. So if you are in your job underpaid, unfulfilled, mistreated, undervalued, not being recognized, given other people's work, feeling anxious every Sunday, wanting to throw up, thinking about Monday, not aligned with your job anymore, you can leave. Same goes for a relationship, a family member, or a friendship that is no longer serving you. Yeah, there will be consequences. And yeah, it might be hard and it might be a little scary, but I promise you that when you choose yourself, things always get better on the other side. It just might get a little bit tough. You might need to put a plan in place and in action. And that's 
what I always encourage you is do things smartly. Is that a word? <laughs> do things the right way. Put a plan in place and only worry about the next step in front of you. Because when you're worrying about all of that, it's just going to stall you out. It's going to make you want to quit. Put the plan in place and then just take the first step and get support. No one ever accomplished amazing, great things completely and utterly alone. It takes a support system. I don't know who needs to hear this. I just wanted to get on and tell you a little bit about my story and tell you a little bit about how if you are feeling stuck, if you are feeling a little scared, if you're feeling a little frustrated, but wanting to make that change, but part of January has gone by and you're like, well, maybe next year. Don't let another year go by because resentment only builds and builds and builds. And it's harder to tap through that layer of crust of resentment, the more you let it build and the more likely you're not going to make a change. And it's never too late to make a change. I have helped people in their 60s make complete career pivots so that they can go and live their lives that they love. I just got a Christmas card from a past client of someone who moved to their dream state, bought their dream house because they got their dream job at the age of 63. If they can do it, you could. And they were unemployed for 18 months prior to working with me. I'm telling you, it is not too late for you. There is never a situation where it's not too late to make some sort of change, no matter how small. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll just be right back to wrap this up. If this episode resonated with you, if you're really looking for a change specifically in your career, I want to help you. I want to help you land your dream job at a company where you're aligned and where you can make an impact. And it could be incredibly overwhelming if you don't have a plan in place and if you don't have support. If your strategy is to dust off that old resume and hit the job boards, did you know that you only have a 2% chance of landing an interview? The traditional hiring process of applying via job boards is a broken process and leaves job seekers feeling frustrated, rejected, anxious, and with feelings of low self-worth and imposter syndrome, which is no way to start the next chapter of your career. At Optimized Career Solutions, we want you to land your dream job by giving you the branding that sets you apart as the industry leader or professional you are, and the strategies that give you control and confidence in your search, and gets you directly connected to those who can actually help or hire you at companies you're excited to work with. Book your free consultation with myself or my husband, Jack, at schedule.optimizedcareersolutions.com so that we can dive deeper into your career goals and show you how we can support you in achieving them without the frustration and rejection most job seekers feel. We have multiple levels of support depending on your needs, whether you're a DIYer or someone who loves having weekly accountability, we got you covered. The first step to the next level in your career is just a couple clicks away. Book your free consultation with us now at schedule.optimizedcareersolutions.com guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this episode resonated with you. It was something that I just really felt called. I wanted to pop on. I know I got a little raw with you today, sipping some coffee, crying some tears, just having a little bit of a 2022 emotional breakdown season three of the Panini. But listen, I really just wanted 
to say this. I felt like someone needed to hear this. If this was you, get on the Add a Girl podcast Facebook page or on Instagram is Add a Girl underscore podcast and let me know. Reach out to me, send me a DM, drop me a comment and let me know if I can help support you. I want to be here for you. You can just get in the Girls Girls community. It's an absolutely free community. You can also get in the strategic job search community. If you are in a job search, it's an absolutely free community that I have, which is uh, designed to help support you through your job search. Uh, We also have the Optimized Career Women's Network, uh, which is a free community that I host for women entrepreneurs or women career professionals. That's your jam. So lots of free support and community. Listen, season three of the pandemic, don't go through this alone. Let's get you some support. And if you're going through a change, let's make sure that you're getting support. All three communities are absolutely amazing communities. Both of them are for women. The only one that is for women and men is the strategic job search community. As always, this episode is an episode produced by the Girls Girls Media Production Company. So thank you so much for listening. Check out all of our other podcasts. We have Her Royal Highness, as always, at a girl on Wednesdays, the Girls Girls Media Podcast. We also have Financial Fridays and Road Trip Trivia Podcast is one of our fun favorites for the family as well. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Make today a great day. Make this week a great week and go out and get your dreams. Girls, it's not too late. And if you need support, make sure to get into some communities and get that support. Have a good one.